Welcome to the effects loop. I'm Chris. I'm Marissa. I'm Scott. And I'm Diaz. And we're keeping you in the loop of the Gadar community. episode is episode this episode is again brought to you by us and our threadless store uh you can visit it at that's a super long url so just go to threadless search for the effects loop podcast and yeah, it'll actually come up. if you just google effects loop threadless we're like the top result yeah and even if you just google the effects loop podcast it's like the second or third and yeah guys we're on the google yeah Bring we are on, on we got the that seo and also since nam is coming up next week scott says if he sees you wearing a shirt or just even like some kind of merch in general i'm assuming uh yeah if you're wearing the shower curtain on on the floor of the nam wear it as a cape and we will buy you two beers or coffee or a diet mountain dew as he put in our notes also, in my bag will be some prizes if I see anybody. We'll, we'll, yes. uh, we'll figure some of that out, too. So Wait, wait. Quick question. Can I win? Because I do have two shirts. You win by being my friend, Diaz. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, guys. And don't forget, listen, all proceeds from sales go directly to funding the show. So we actually had people ask us about a Patreon, stuff like that. Um, we're kind of holding off on that until we, uh, you know, our viewers kind of go up a little bit and we... Uh, are able to do that so if, if you want to find a way to uh help the show out financially uh go buy yep. something and you get something cool out of it like that's it's you get something directly from it and you get to pick what it is so it's kind of like the really cool weird yeah, version. we, we, we <laughs> can buy a this. throw pillow with our name on it if you really wanted to <laughs> but um yeah definitely uh we appreciate we appreciate all the support, even if it's not financial. So people uh, being active in the group and everything. So thank you guys, by the way, for listening to us idiots <laughs> talk every week. Yep. All right. Um, let's get into the what's new. I have not bought anything. I have actually sold <gasps> a bunch of stuff. That uh, money is not just burning a hole in your pocket right now. It kind of is. Hold on, hold on. But... He doesn't have $40 of it, though. Because we do have a NAM yeah, deal so about to go down. With NAM coming, all that money is going <laughs> to probably go away as soon as we walk into, like, Carter Vintage or something. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but I... Oh, wait, wait. So that could... Never mind. Sorry, I'm getting totally off topic. <laughs> all right. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> we finally brought our base in. Yeah. To get set up. To get set up, yes. So we'll have a NAM. Yep. Yeah, <sighs> I'm so excited. You know, for Albert's that. been bugging us <laughs> about like really wanting to see it and play it, and so Albert, if you're listening, you could probably even borrow it for your show. When is it? Thursday, Friday, Saturday? One of those days. Wait, One wait. of those days. I didn't know they had a show that weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Are we covering it? I... Are we going to be like live? Like, are we? That's we've got to do that. I mean, that's between you and Isaiah, I guess, since it's his band. Well, I mean, we've got to go to the show. Well, yeah, so we need to, like, get a for sure on when that is so we can, like, make sure we don't plan anything for that night. Yeah, no one even I already, told I me. I already have concert tickets for that Saturday. Go and see Brent Mason. Who? 
<laughs> Have you been to Nashville? <laughs> Wait, what's his name? Who? <laughs> I'm done talking to you people. <laughs> I seriously didn't hear. Like, I'm not even being a smart aleck. I'm just being deaf. Oh, there's the there's going to be a concert with Brent Mason and a few other folks hosted by Little Walter Amps. Oh, yeah, the Little Walter Amps. Oh, uh, yeah. that thing. Brent Mason, he's got the uh, signature pedal with uh, Wampler. He does. The, was it, Hotwired? Yeah, no, he's a killer session musician. He's like the guy. Yeah, I'm really excited for this. Well, you make sure you cover that for us very well. Oh, yeah, it will be the Hamilton party, because I think Nick Hamilton's going with me, too. Oh, nice. Man, I, yeah, I we're, kinda wanted... we're not related, by the way. We just have the same last name. I always think you guys are related. <laughs> wait, wait, isn't there, what about, isn't there another Worley? Isn't, is he related to Clifton that floats around in the groups? I believe Tim Worley is related to Clifton. Okay. Anyway, I need answers, topic. Clifton. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Scott. So, yeah, what's oh, new wait, with you, sorry. Scott? Yeah, Chris, you, I'm going to sit over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's new with me? Um, so I was supposed to have something new this week, and that didn't really pan out thanks to a lot of fun shipping issues with like four different orders I've had now. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, we had that, that reverb guy that like, sold it to me and then it, oh, it took a week to send it and i was like hey dude you send in this thing and he didn't respond for a while and then finally it was like oh yeah an employee must have stolen it oh well did he give you uh, a refund oh, well. yet <laughs> reverb did oh, okay um and then what's funny is so i took i took that money found a better deal on the same product and now it's been five days and that guy hasn't shipped it so i don't know what it is about behringer measurement microphones but <laughs> They're not shipping. Uh, it's not even something fun. No, it's 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 a work thing. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, not even like. Yeah. I mean, but how mad are you on a scale of like one to ten, like a two point three? It's thirty dollars, and I don't need it yet. So, <laughs> like, if if like a project came in and I needed it to go out to do some, you know, testing for acoustics, yeah, I, I'd probably just go down to Guitar Center and pick one up. But you know, for the time being, whatever. Um. So yeah, that's all going on. And then the other real fun one, and I posted this in the group already. I finally got the Lambertones uh, triple shot uh, strap pickups, the the beta version that I got, into the strap that I wanted them in. And good golly, they're good. Um, Use so them on what? Sunday. They're a lot of fun. Uh, we'll have some videos coming out soon when the three, four of us are all in the same room, and uh, we'll be showing. Lambertones going to get two demos. <laughs> Yeah, it's oh, gonna yeah, be funny true. if we my demo's finally, done uh, before yours. Still. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> like Scott'll have his edited and like uploaded by the time we get done recording Diaz's. <laughs> well, he can play in his demo, so because apparently they're all wanting me to play. So have fun. We will. Alright. You know, so I'm not even going to Nam. I don't even care. All right, no, but uh, <laughs> new for me, um, man, I just had it. I was like, oh, wait, I got that new, and I forgot. Um, but I am working on uh, a project. So I've got my American Tele Deluxe that I kind of butchered in a sense when I put on my Bigsby. I did not do it properly, but I love that guitar. It's, it was my first, like, really expensive guitar. I bought it for, like, a grand, and it was... Now I've tried shimming the neck and it's gotten, it's better, but I, there's a bow in the neck. So Senor Scott 
was going to actually take a look at it at NAM. So and it, even if better, we might get Mr. Equits to look at it. I'll just see if he'll trade me. <laughs> Will you take like, this? What, I'll trade whatever's in cost. your case for whatever's in my case. Thank you. No, but the, um, and he's bringing guitars, right? I hope so. If he doesn't, so like, I mean, I'll, it'll still be really nice to meet him, but it'll be kind of like going to prom date with your cousin. <laughs> it, it's like, oh, you got to go to prom, but it was with your cousin. Like, it's like oh, I got to meet Kevin, but I didn't get to play any quits. But, uh, yeah, oh, see, in the high what, school what's... I went to, that was a real chance because most of the people in my... I went to a pro, small, like, Christian school, and, like, half of everybody was related. It was... Okay, no I've been so my hometown is <laughs> 4.9 square miles. Oh, we good had, lord. We had a graduating class of, like, a little over 100. There, It was very possible. I'm not kidding when people would date... They'd have to make sure they were not related. Like, not like the joke. No, they'd legit have to be like, who are your parents? <laughs> so, luckily, luckily, my family moved there when I was a kid. So, it's not like I was born and raised there. But, I mean, we even had, like, a family feud. There was the Barthels and the Bartles. Spelt the same way, pronounced differently, because people got pissed off at each other. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, uh, but, um, no, new, I've got... I'm buying a TC Electronics uh, third dimension from <laughs> from Chris in a when we couple get to weeks. Nam. Yeah, so I've got that. It's just gonna be the shipping process is terribly long. So it's hand hand delivered. Oh yeah, I bought some sinusoids on that same shipping plan. So yeah, we'll see that coming too. Nice. Yeah, because we all love sinusoid. We do. We should, uh, I'm using their throwing bagels. that out there. <laughs> <laughs> like. I'm using one right now. I, I do need to get a XLR sinusoid because that's probably my my cable might be the reason why we hear fax machines. So Maybe because uh, another podcast talked about how important shielding was in cables. So I don't know. I don't <laughs> listen to podcasts. Gotta get that so. Star Quad cable too. Anyway, my cable's blue. That's all I know. Uh, let's but, jump into um, some news, guys. All right. Yeah, yeah, uh, right, guys, let's do it. I'll, go, I'll definitely <laughs> grief. Uh... Sorry, Scott. You saw oh, no, no, that was so intentional. That Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, Gosh, uh, <laughs> that's the new politically correct way. It's not awful Caucasian. Uh, okay, uh, the uh, new boss wireless. I'll go ahead and take the lead on this one. Um. I definitely like the idea of this. Um, I don't know how familiar... What, what is it called? What is it called? I'm pulling that up real quick. Uh, it is the Boss WL series. They have three models, even though two of them are practically the same. Uh, they have the WL20, which um, if you're familiar with the Line 6 G10 relay, it's like a little... Uh, like the transmitter is like literally a little box that just plugs straight into your guitar. Uh, it's basically two of those as transmitter and receiver. So super small package and for a wireless system. And then the bigger brother out of that is a like pedal board. Like I'm guessing this is about the size of a standard boss pedal, wouldn't y'all say? Somebody? 
Yep. Hello. What? Did you cut out? <laughs> Jeez. You totally cut out. Yeah, bro. all I heard Sorry. was, all I heard uh, was, the, the big brother is like, bump. Oh. Can you hear me now, though? Yeah, we're gonna have to edit that out, or we can leave it yeah. in, and people can go through the adventure <laughs> with us. Just be like, oh, why are they not talking to Chris? Um, no one puts okay, Chris I'll in the corner. Yeah. Damn it, guys. So and there's our explicit for the week. So yeah, I I think these are pretty cool. The price point seems just about right. You want to know the one thing that bugs me? Hmm. Like honestly, the weirdest little thing. What? The 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 type print on it. I understand it's the boss type print, but it looks like so 80s or like early 90s, like the old Audio Technica stuff. Where oh, it was just yeah. kind of that's kind of what it reminds me of. That's the only thing, like, I could, when I look at it, that's is, the only thing I see. Is it just the color scheme? Because, like, I feel like I never have this problem with other boss stuff. Yeah, it might be the color scheme. It might be, the like, the gray and the, like, light gray yeah. mixed together. Mm -hmm. And then, but, like, for some reason, those colors mixed with <clears throat> the font, which I, like, I you look at it, you're like, oh, it's the boss font. Mm -hmm. But you don't see it in those colors, and it kind of has that feel. It kind of, like, reminds me of those... Like when you're going through a church and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to find this. And you find that really old, odd wireless pack that's in there. Because <laughs> everyone's done that. That old, weird wireless pack. And you're like, maybe this will work. And you plug it in and you can't move more than two feet away. And you're like, this sucks. And you throw mm -hmm. it back in the box so someone can find it in six years. That's mm -hmm. what it looks like to me. But hopefully it's not like that. No, because Boss is making yeah. like amazing stuff lately. They've really... I mean, they've always made great stuff, but it feels like they're sticking with their quality in sound mm. has stayed really well with the times. So I'm going to go ahead and say this. I'm probably going to ditch my Line 6 G10 because uh, the boss has a like a whole lot better features. Like the Line 6, to power it, you have to have a mini USB, oh, which why? is not a standard thing at all on any pedal power that's really weird. getting custom so this actually is powered by you know the standard nine volt barrel plug See, yeah, my it, g70 it, you, can, you can is daisy chain it too oh yeah you can daisy chain it my g70 uses it, you can plug you can power it either way yeah so but that's kind of weird that that is a stupid design yeah, so I literally have to have like a USB cable and cable like extender with me whenever I play. You could use uh, what's the the bright switch? Yeah, I've got one of them. Uh, maybe I I haven't like pulled no, up you to can. see like what the like power draw is though. That would be my only concern. Yeah. Uh, I mean the the other thing is you could step if you're doing the homebrew thing, you can you can make a nine volt to five volt adapter. Ooh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I just thought about this. I could use the bright switch to to run my wireless, and that would free up a spot on my power supply. Thank you, Scott. You're welcome. <laughs> there we Dang, go. I didn't even think about that. All right, back on topic, guys. All right, well, I I I'm a fan of this. Uh, yeah. So hopefully the, they'll have this at their booth at NAMM. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm that would still be awesome. not ready to go wireless for me personally. I'm still a wired guy because I also then would need wireless in ears, and I just haven't. I, I'm not willing to make that full jump yet. Well, you don't want. I'd I'd pick wireless in ears over a uh, wireless guitar. Yeah, make that jump first because look, I've done both. Uh, so the thing about the G seventy that I love mm -hmm. is I can plug a cable into it. 
So there's weeks whenever I go wireless and if like say there's a week and I'm having a little bit of interference because we run Wi-Fi and other wireless and and I honestly I think I need to get a good update on it. Yeah. I haven't updated it since I bought it. So I'm going to run an update. But if I ever have any problems mm -hmm. like and I don't feel like dealing with it, I just plug a cable straight in. Well, also, depending on what generation of wireless you have, there's uh, it coming this spring. They stopped selling certain spectrums of mm -hmm. yeah. wireless because the FCC sold off some more to, I think, T-Mobile. Um, so, you know, there's going to be certain things in about a year or two where they're not they're going to either get tons of interference from cell phone towers or um, just other kind of stuff. And this technology is a bit different. This is running actually, frankly, on the same spectrum that Wi-Fi is in the yeah, that's, 4 gigahertz. I think the G7 runs on that. Yeah. That and so, sounds about right. There's pluses and minuses about that. I'll let someone who's more of an expert in that world than I am um, talk about it because it is a kind of crowded area with everyone going smart homes. There's Wi-Fi, you know, there's all those kind of things. Mm -hmm. But it's crowded, but there's also more space. And so, you know, there's there's pluses and minuses to it. Yeah, I mean, plus this would be, like, dedicated, so it's not like having to go through a router or anything, so that would, like, really cut oh, down. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, God, you would not want to, like, actually use no. Wi-Fi. <laughs> Unless it like no. ran on Dante or something, but I, now we're getting too deep in the weeds here. Okay, all right, let's move on to the next thing because I thought we were gonna fly through the news. <laughs> uh, you should know us better than that. Yeah, really. Does somebody want to talk about the old blood noise endeavors alpha haunt fuzz? Yes, this is a reverb exclusive pedal um, that old blood noise endeavors putting out. So there was the haunt fuzz, if you guys recall. I want to say it came out around. Nam last year? Am I completely wrong there? I feel like I remember something like that. I have yeah. no freaking clue, so but <laughs> that's what I'm adding is, to the conversation. <laughs> this is a this is a really cool thing because you have adjustable bias, gate, all sorts of controls on this. There's actually shoot, there's seven knobs, a toggle, plus three slider faders for other EQ options. So this thing gets pretty extreme in what it can do. Lots of cool filtering options, lots of really cool stuff. Um Highly recommend watching, um, you know, the demos. They've got Andy over there doing his thing. And nice. um, also buy them up quick because I think, are they, they're going to sell out pretty quick. Uh, first runs only 175 units. Yeah. So they're going to move. 229. That's... That's not crazy for a fuzz with that many controls on it. I... Mm, I think this is like the fuzz. This is like definitely a fuzz guy fuzz. It's yeah. not the fuzz for the guy who's just like, oh yeah, I like a little bit of fuzz here and there. This is for the guy who's like, I don't know. I think I love bias controls on fuzz. I mm -hmm. love bringing it down. So one of my favorite fuzzes. So I've got, of course, Pelican Noise Works. I've got the Half Horse and the Pelotar. But the, out of the side of that, the um, uh. Cockfight by Electro Harmonics. Oh yeah, that um, thing's cool. It's really fun, and you can turn the bias down, and it gets that nice sputtery, just about the die fuzz, which is a lot of fun. And if you've got a good, not a good, because there's a lot of um, power supplies that are good that don't have it, but there, you can find power supplies that have a bias mm -hmm. on them. So like I've got a C, uh, the CS12 by True Tone. And uh, they, they've they got a channel that can go from, like, 4 volts to 9 they volts. They do? 
Yes. I have the CS7. Now I'm going to go pick it up and look at it, see if that, I have that controller or not. Probably not, because I've got five more, and I think one of them's a control. Yeah, I don't think it does. I think that's what oh, I have. I just dropped stuff, too. Ow. That's what happened. Are, are you getting it right now? Like, uh, Yeah, it's still plugged in, too. This is live, people. Like, like, I was like, you know what? And people want to talk about me going away from the mic trying to talk. I'm still on the cast just fine, and you barely noticed me leaving. I would, I if he I hadn't noticed. dropped anything. Yeah. Listen, hey, yeah, hold on. Mine only has adjustments from 9 to 12 volts. That's all I've got. Okay, yeah. No, mine has where one of the channels strictly goes from, like, 4 to 9 volts. Yeah, and I have no idea if my Phoenix does that or not, so I'm not oh, picking that thing up. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the half horse, crank it up, and turn the and sag it. Ooh. Sag it down. Sag it down. All right. Uh, that's not that. gonna that's not gonna stick but i like to believe it will we've got and the memes already for it, don't we yeah the meme has been made so bring it on yeah and bring it on sag it down cut it out yeah we're gonna all full house um all right so let's oh move gosh. on to the next one prs i'm excited about this one so like this is like the one that i kind of like got giddy about prs <laughs> announces three new semi-hollow limited run guitars so this is definitely the whole, oh, uh, PRS is expensive. Yes, it is very expensive, but it's freaking gorgeous. Um, so they uh, have the McCarty 594 semi-hollow, uh, the single cut McCarty 594 semi-hollow, and special semi-hollow. And the special semi-hollow is, um, oh my it, gosh. It's, it's, got, it's like an affordable John Mayer. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If we need to talk about affordable, but it's <laughs> more, more affordable. affordable than is the it under five k, twelve thousand dollars or whatever it is. John what is Mary. this one? Probably seven. Uh, you've got to ask, which means you can't afford it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I All right. so I've I I don't think Paul Reed Smith has really been doing the semi hollows that much. No. Over the last couple of years, they used to have the McCarty semi hollow before they did the McCarty five nine four. But they stopped making yeah. those mid two thousands. So and and one of the coolest things, and this is like the part of me that's like freaking out. So the special semi hollow, I'm guessing it's a special. It has a a tremolo on it, or a vibrato system, whatever you want to call it. Whammy bar. I don't care. Um, and it also has looks like a piezo, piezo. Does it? Because do you see those two little switches down there? Yeah, yeah. I thought those were it's like usually coil tap. It might be. Oh yeah, it is. The... Uh, two mini toggles that tap for humbuckers. Oh uh, whatever. It looked like it, but yeah, because there's no way it... you're going to be able to squeeze a push pull through into a, a hollow body. Like you don't want to do that. You want to do something separate when you're wiring. Well, I'm not up. building guitars, but yeah, uh, right. but it has. The dual humbuckers and then a was it says single coil right mm -hmm. right there and smack it in the middle. It looks like a mini humbucker. Mini humbucker. They claim yeah. it's a single though. Okay, but, but look, this <laughs> is like the guitar that you build yes. when you're on one of the guitar building websites and you throw every cool feature <laughs> at it. You're like, I want it, and and the color is amazing. It looks like a whale blue, in the picture that I'm looking at. Um, this and especially I think Scott mentioned it in the pre-app was uh if you are a fan of incubus you will find some love for this especially the morning view era 
the the best era. Yeah, especially Argu- arguably their best album by a mile. Oh yeah, I mean, Blood on the Ground. Uh, let's see, Wish Circles. You Were Here, Circles, uh, Warning, Mexico. Yep. Uh, what else was on there? Uh, we have Warning, like uh, the warmth, like warmth was and- on Make Yourself. No, it wasn't, was it? Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. <laughs> Somebody Google it. I'm about to. I'm pretty. Hold on. You are so wrong. I'm really I, if I'm wrong, I'll you. admit it. If I'm wrong, I'm looking it up though. Live googling. R U N was on there. Wish you were here. Nice to know you. Um. Oh my gosh. You should have just looked up "Make Yourself" because then you would have found it faster. Because that's what the album it's on. Okay, maybe you're right. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Okay, all right, all right. I know, I know why I'm mixing it up, is because on the limited edition they had. So the Best Buy had a limited edition uh-huh. bonus CD that had the warmth uh-huh. live in New York. Uh huh. So and then on the Morning View Sessions movie, they played the warmth too. Uh, I'm sure they Apologies. did. Apologies. <laughs> they they did. Watch it. I kind of want to now. Uh, well, we'll watch it. Don't we'll watch, we'll watch it. So, everyone's out doing cool stuff, and we're just watching <laughs> Incubus DVDs uh, from the mid two thousands. I love it. Uh, uh, so yeah, I phenomenal. I, I'm no one's gonna buy one. I'm in love with these. I I've half looked at the Zach Myers SE for a long time. I wish too. it wasn't an SE. I wish they would have done a Zach Myers american run i just don't want to be associated with zach myers because i don't really care for his band very much but you don't um, like shinedown like not even a little bit there's like not one thing you like by them they're local to me so i kind of have to be like halfway partial I they're think local simple to me man, too so i've got to like cover of simple man's the only song i ever like and I, I i still like the the real version of it his voice is phenomenal is it they're talented i'm not saying they suck i'm just saying i don't really care for them okay yeah, they're well, kind of, they fall in that genre that's like really not for everybody. No, I understand they're not in great, region- but there's got to be like a, an original song by them. Yeah, they they they're they're the the they span so far in my opinion. They don't like they always sound like like Shine Down, mm-hmm. but they've done like the softer stuff and then they've done the like really heavy stuff. So, um, a, a quick little rant on one thing that does kind of suck about Chicago is we don't have very good rock radio. For a long time we had q101 which was okay during like the smashing pumpkins era but has gotten really commercialized over the years and uh like when i travel and like i throw on a rental car and i start listening to like stations around there like i'm always surprised by like outside of chicago there's tons of great rock radio stations chicago just does not have very good rock radio weird yeah uh, knoxville's kind of hit or miss they they keep shutting down a station and like starting back up or like the the station goes out of business and then another one pops up on the same frequency mm-hmm. and every time it gets more and more i guess kind of towards the like what i consider like almost hipster genre mm-hmm. so you have a hipster radio we can station talk about local radio at a different time well here's the other problem <laughs> is that radio station's a client of mine so i need to be kind of quiet about it Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cause I, I'm sure they're I'm sure they're listening to your podcast that you record. Yeah, yeah, they're like, oh well, we're going to scrap his design for our radio studio now. We gotta go with something <laughs> All right, else. so Walrus Audio introduces <laughs> the emissary parallel boost pedal. Yay, two hundred dollar boost pedal. 
Okay, the, but the cool thing about this boost pedal, and it's I think it's a neat uh, thing, is that it does have what is it momentary latch but like is that what it's called oh, where you just press it, it and as soon as you release it turns off yeah, which is something that the tc spark mini does as well oh well hmm. yeah but the tc spark mini isn't 200 dollars, scott no i bought it for 50. Wow. <laughs> uh so like the spark is like a pretty flat-ish boost what's really yeah. cool about this is it has multiple channels or sort of eq sweeps to it so when, when you push bass too much, everything flubs out. And so what you really want from a lot of bass pedals, or a lot of these boost pedals, is a treble or a mid-boost. And so this can function as a mid-boost, so like what a lot of people use a Tube Screamer or a Klon for. I'm not saying it's exactly that kind of thing, but it, it's a similar vibe of you're boosting your middle frequencies to make them overdrive or come further out. Or you can control your highs, and then you can kind of tailor this. So it's got some EQ options for it. Um, I'm just, yeah. I think the price is a little bit up there. Yeah. Um, and honestly, the one thing that frightens me is Walrus Audio's, uh, r their noise issue with a lot of their pedals. Well, the only one I've heard about that on is the compressor. Uh, all the compress Deep Six, no, the Deep Six, even the Bellwether added noise. So was it, what was the Bellwether again? Wasn't that uh, an overdrive? That was the, the Deluxe Memory Man. Okay. Those chips... Deluxe memory mam chips, the um, the bucket brigade yeah. things are naturally noisy. Because okay, even even but... Chase Bliss talks about how noisy their their pedal is, and I'm like, I don't hear it, but they complain about it. Yeah, all compressors add noise because you're raising up your low frequency or your your low level stuff. I've played but... a few of their drives, and they add. I I understand that you're talking about pedals that add noise, mm -hmm. but it's it's kind of one of those things where it's like you want a company that it seems like it's kind of trying to fight that i don't know i but there's also the whole point of there's adding noise which you expect like my keely compressor plus adds a, a little bit of noise mm -hmm. and then there's adding noise where it's extremely noticeable even while you're like playing mm -hmm. so which walrus kind of did but if walrus kicks my ass at nam <laughs> We know why, because mm -hmm. Scott sent him a link to the podcast. He's like, here, get this. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, so I have very limited actual, like, on my pedal board experience with Walrus stuff. All, the only one I've had is the Julia. It's been amazing, but, um, and no noise issues there. But, I mean, it's a, it, that one's a uh, chorus pedal. So yeah, I'm I mean, not I've had the same kind of issues. three of their pedals, and I've, like, not had any issue with them. Well, I wonder maybe... how much of this is power supply stuff, too. It, like, it are they could just be more sensitive to it. I've all, but this is also like me playing other people's stuff. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I don't know, but that that's just a personal experience. I don't know, but I mean, you see it quite a bit on groups too, especially like the Deep Six, which, like you said, compressors add noise. Yep. But most people are like come from a compressor to the Deep Six, and they're like, does anyone else notice all this noise and all that? I don't know. I just feel like there could be a way to for them to try to fix it in the build process or try to minimize it so there are ways to do it and a lot of more modern compressors have ways of kind of dealing with the noise um actually the keely that you mentioned to me for is actually a very quiet compressor all mm -hmm. things considered um i because i noticed when i switched to the kelly 76 because that's a much more um vintage and traditional style compressor it's a bit yep. noisier than the keely 
but also because I'm running compression at a lot higher rate, it's actually closer to being a limiter than a compressor, and that will be a separate topic for another day when I explain what the difference is. But uh, if, okay, if you if you don't want to wait for Scott, um, there is a really cool video. Robert Keeley talks about it, and if you want to hear, yeah. okay, so and that video is the reason why I now run my compressor plus after my drives. Hmm. By the way, um, oh, interesting, because he actually talks about that's how he. That's how he thinks it sounds best. And honestly, if Robert Keeley's telling me how he thinks a compressor <laughs> sounds best, I'm going to freaking listen. Yeah, that like actually, that would help with your noise issues. So, because you're not uh, amplifying it before it hits your gain stage. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it also helps really keep me a balanced volume. Yeah, that that's also a really good point. So, but that's a whole nother, like you said, that's a whole nother topic. We maybe we'll talk about compressors mm -hmm. some week. So um, maybe we can get Robert Keeley to talk about it at NAM. Yeah. Yes. All right, cool. Um anyway, I'm we're not really here to knock on the walrus stuff too much. Uh, but No, no, this wasn't know, like a negative thing. I I, I, I think if it, if you're looking for those extra features, the extra cost might be worth it for you. So Definitely. I, I don't want to yeah. totally mm -hmm. knock that. Um I really hope I really want to try it at NAM. Mhm. Mm oh, for sure. My dogs are barking. All right. And the last new piece of gear for this week uh, was announced actually this morning, or, well, officially announced. It's been on the internet for a week or so. The, the Fender Player Series is now being released. Uh, we're not going to go too in-depth on everything, but um, this is basically replacing the, the Fender Standard Series, or what most people call the Made in Mexico models. So we have the Stratocaster and a few different variants, including a Floyd Rose Trem now. Uh, which is great if you want to be in a Motley Crue cover band. Yeah. Yep. Which actually, you know what? On a, you know what? I think a Floyd Rose on a Strat is actually pretty cool. But that's just me. Oh, I'm with you. I don't want to set uh, now, it up, but <laughs> I'm with I you. Really, awesome. Now I really want to start a uh, Motley Crue cover band. Oh. Uh, they actually changed these, or some of these, to the two-point system, it looks like. Yeah, there's, uh, there's new trims on all of them, basically. Um they're they're switching up the pickups now they're using el nico five um magnets instead of what they were using before i think they're ceramic before right maybe i have no clue i have no clue either <laughs> anyway so most people's biggest knocks on the fender made in mexico stuff tends to be the pickups so that yeah. looks to be addressing something prices are going up just slightly um as far as new prices on that line goes. Um, so what does everyone think is going to happen to the Made in Mexico line use prices? I think they're going to plummet. I think, they've, I think they've already hit. Yeah. You think yeah. they've hit rock bottom? I'm, I'm talking about like Made in Mexico standard 200 bucks, which I know a lot of people like that's where they'll like the low end where they'll grab them at and try to get them up into the 350 lane. I think they're going to steadily stay. Yes. At the two to two fifty. Well, also because we you can't buy board. rosewood anymore. So did you sell everything? Three? Kyle Farrow. Sorry, yeah. what was that, Marissa? We uh, actually like sold my Mexican Strat for about three. Just recently, so, right? Within the yeah. past couple weeks. Yeah, last week. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, I would hope they wouldn't go like much more down than that. But that's yeah. still like half of new, which is gonna be kind of hard to push some people into. Well, I'm seeing I, that. I crap a lot on Fender. Well, I have lately, but I will say a very positive thing about this is they they're fixed. They're listening 
to the complaints, the complaint where the pickups and they're putting in different pickups, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. Um, I think Fender's been really good about that. Uh, So one of the main complaints that I had about the early 2000 main Mexico line was the necks felt, uh, they weren't sticky, but they felt just kind of cheap. They felt very coarse, in my opinion. And so they, and I'm not saying they listen to me, but apparently I would say it was a common complaint and that changed uh, they the neck started feeling better, and you know they're they're I think they're doing a really good job of trying to listen to what the market's saying, and really pinpointing that. Besides the whole parallel series, well, the parallel series isn't is, is special stuff. It's not. Yeah, really it's kind of like one off. I understand that, but I'm just saying. I just yeah. I. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm just proud yeah, that Fen- I'm just proud that Fender is hiring disabled people because whoever designed those. Must have been blind. You did not so, get enough grief uh, for that line last week. So hopefully this week we do. I'm definitely not. I, I'm, just, this I'm one. telling you, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna keep saying it until I get this SJWs on me. Okay. All right, I have I have my one grievance with the line, um, which is this: that their Jazzmaster is dual humbucker with no rhythm circuit. That's not a Jazzmaster. Yeah. That is an offset guitar. It is not a Jazzmaster. Fender needs to come up with a new name. Stop calling them Jaguars and stop calling them Jazz Masters and just come up with a new name for an offset with two humbuckers. But wait, wouldn't this be technically be the uh, Tornado or Tornado, whatever it was? Uh, stop coming up with stuff that's almost close to a word, but it's not exactly the word. <laughs> How about that? Do you not Let's know just about go that, that model? Like Squire? Spell it right. <laughs> Squeer. Squeer? Tornado? <laughs> tornado. Call it a Tornado. I can remember which one it was. What's the Cabernita or whatever? <laughs> what, what is that? <laughs> Doesn't that word mean something else? Aaron Abubo, if you happen to listen to this. Yeah, yeah, correct us on the you. California. The Toronado is slightly different. But, and like the Toronado never really took off either. So. Yeah, um, so we're going to try it again and we're going to call it something else. Call it a Jazzmaster and everybody will buy it. Yeah, so that part bothers me. Um. I've seen some complaints about lack of left-handed models on the offsets available here. It's only on the Strat. And the Send them to Ryan Burke's video. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, check this out. Um, they're already in stores. That was a that was a announce, and it's in stores kind of launch for them. So they're available. Oh, the Tornado is a short scale. Uh, okay. Mm. There uh, we go. So let's do. Uh... We'll go on to the topic. So the topic kind of was uh, along the lines of this. We were well, we were trying to figure out a topic, and I was thinking about some of the old crappy gear I had, and some of it still is near and dear to my heart. So we're gonna talk about our favorite old crappy gear that's that you can st- still work with and still use. Um, let's see. I guess I'll go first because I kind of came up with it. So one of my f- first ventures into guitar pedals was a Zoom GFX5. <laughs> so it was a multi-stomp. It had three foot switches and a expression or volume pedal. And I love that thing. It was really cool. I don't 
I could plug it straight in to whatever I wanted to do. Sounded, I mean, it sounded decent, but not anything to write home about. But they had the Van Halen Van Halen setting, and I just started learning how to play guitar. And I was like, I'm gonna play. I don't know, Running with the Devil or something. So there was that. That was like one of the coolest things, and it's really neat because it's you see all these things that have come out of that. Uh, multi-effects world i mean you've got the boss emmy series and they've a lot of those have stayed true like through time what's the blue one that like everyone has the uh, multi-effects well, yeah the blue multi-effects it, it had the Behringer? same no there was a boss one that was okay. blue oh uh, i know what you're talking about but i don't remember the name of it it was the Emmy, like, I don't I think 1,000 is the new one. Maybe it was a 100. Who knows? But they've got a lot of those cool things going on. And uh, you've really got just, like, I mean, this whole world has opened up from that. And now I use a Kemper, which has multi-effects in it. And, like, it's just really neat to think about, like, the old crappy gear we had. But one of my first pedals was a Dan Electro Bacon and Eggs. Which, if you haven't played one, you're not missing anything. But you can find them on eBay for like a buck, maybe. No joke. So listen, I I bought... I was talking about them one day. I was like, man, I'm going to buy some. I look at one on eBay. One one had a bidding starting at a dollar, and I won. I think the guy had to have lost money getting rid of that pedal. Because the shipping was more than a dollar. It was like it was like a dollar and then two dollars for shipping. I think I paid a total of three dollars for it. And... uh I think that one actually is with Blake Wyland with the Tone Mob podcast. Um, I sent that in a Secret Santa gift, and uh, it's it. What it is is it's pretty much it's a pedal that has an in and an out and a power supply. Uh, it might I don't know it might not have a power supply. It might just run off nine volt. And what happens is is it has a speaker in it. So if you don't plug anything through the out. It plays through the speaker and it sounds absolutely horrible. It sounds like total <laughs> butt. So when I I bought it and like the one the bidding was like, yeah, it doesn't work. Da 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 da. Or that was the second one. I bought the second one that was I got it for a dollar in free shipping. And the guy was like, the person's like, it yeah, doesn't that dude, work. That dude paid you so he didn't have to throw yeah, it away. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I still have one. It floats around my church because I sometimes I'll just plug it in and mess with it. But uh, the guy was like, yeah, it doesn't work. And I was just like, man, I know how these sound. I'm assuming it works just fine. It works as intended, which is to sound horrible. So, but that was part of the food series. And it actually sparked my love for Dan Electro pedals. But nice. that's like some of the cool stuff. I, I mean, the my first amp was a crate. It was the blue one, the like 150 watts or whatever, has three channels, oh, had a yeah. foot switch that you had to like, one switch was for reverb and then the other two switches like one was crunch and then you had to turn this one on and turn this one off to get to the lead or the solo channel whatever it was called yeah oh, did, i had did that. it take multiple cables to get it to work too like you had the foot yeah. switch required multiple cables to be hooked up well it, it, it came with the cables it was like a white and a red cable yeah and it, they were connected together and if you lost one of them i mean it yeah. was just it was horrible and then you were supposed to be able to use an effects loop and I could never get it to work because <laughs> hmm. you had to use like a TRS out split and 
one was the in one was out and you never knew which one it was and it just became a nightmare but at that point the only effects i really use i used like the onboard uh sound and then a dd3 i think <laughs> that was like primitive but the i'm gonna i'm gonna make someone mad the guitar i owned because i was i, I didn't really pay for it was a prs custom 2410 top hmm going through the, all that crap it was ridiculous what how like how yeah, huh? yeah I, listen listen people make stupid decisions <laughs> that's such a mismatched and amount of gear it, it was it really was it was by far one of the like dumbest things and then actually the prs got stolen oh and like all my gear got stolen it was heartbreaking and i really wish i could find that guitar because it was a Custom 2410 top and whale blue. Oh, the perfect one too. It was, it, it and it didn't have the like, it didn't have the wood back. It had it was black on the back, and mm. it, it was just amazing. I miss like, it's gonna make me sad now just thinking about it. But yeah, it was a mix match, and then from then on, I really started getting into like building my gear up. I got a carbon copy. And then I, I started getting into like the gear groups on Facebook and building up a pedal board and all that. Yeah. So we've but, kind of gotten away from crappy gear at that point. I mean, yeah. So let that, I'm done talking because <laughs> we got out of the topic. Chris, let's talk about your old crappy gear. Uh, let's see, what was my first rig? I think my. Uh, it was like a Squire Telecaster. I actually still have it, but I've done a lot of upgrades to it. It was whatever a step above the uh, uh, Affinity series or whatever. Um, but it was... I think that was the standard series way back when. It Squire might standard or whatever they called it. Yeah. Might have, but it was like right before they did like the whole vintage modified or yeah. whatever it was before that. So that actually wasn't half bad. I st still have it, and I still plan on like kind of using it because it's still actually a pretty decent guitar. Yeah, um, I've still got my Affinity Series Strat. I pull it out once in a while. It, yeah, it lived in my office for a while. Back Maybe when that's what I, I need to do is just take it to work. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, I don't think I actually had a first amp. Actually, no, I kind of did. It was a uh, well, like technically, forty dollar point you had to have a first amp. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it was like um, you, you've just always had a Marshall JTM, or yeah, just I've always had that Marshall that I just got rid of. But uh, <laughs> um, it was like some weird like pawn shop thing. I just walked in. It's like, hey, forty bucks. It's got two speakers in it and like forty watts. That's plenty loud. Uh, but I didn't have like an actual pedal board at the time. I think. My first two pedals were a GTX uh, 250 by, shoot, it's not TC Electronics. I don't remember who it was by right offhand. But then the next step up was a GTX 2000, which is like its bigger brother. And which we Google. still don't know who made it. Yeah, I'm Google. I'm on Reverb right now, seeing if I can pull up... Uh... GTX 250? Anybody? Nope. Okay. Apparently I'm totally wrong on the model number. But it was some weird little like 
multi-effects unit that I could do like amps and stuff. So I'd either use that. Uh, so did like we all plug start in? Did we all start on one of these kind of crappy multi-effects thing we that were really popular have. around that time? Because I had the Korg AX1G was my first one. <laughs> I still have it because it's not worth anything. So why sell it? Yeah, I somehow managed to sell mine. I don't know how. I don't but... even know what happened to mine. Like, I really cannot remember. But I also get people who, like, quote me on the podcast. They're like, oh, yeah, you made this joke. I'm like, I really don't remember. I've slept <laughs> since then. But this is Zach, I'm going to say your name. Or Zachary. I'm sorry. Zachary. Zacchaeus? Zacchaeus. Zachariah. Yes. All right. Zachariah. Son of the sauce. Um, <laughs> he he, uh, he was like, he posted something and he put um, SM or something like that. He was like, he was quoting me and I'm like, I have no clue. People message me. They're like, I can't believe you'd say that. I'm like, I can't believe I said that either. Uh, like, what did I say again? I'm like, well, yeah. I'm like, can, I'm like zipping through the podcast, like trying to listen real quick. I'm like, what did I say? I actually sent a picture to the group because we've got our group chat going. I'm like, what did I say? <laughs> I have no clue. Well, this cannot be used against me in a court of law. Just throwing that out there. I don't know how that works, yeah. but I've seen cops. You were watching okay. cops last week. That's what I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you're breathing awful heavy. I'm like, I was watching cops. <laughs> oh my God. That was it. Uh, All right. So okay. I'll, I'll, I'll add my last little part to this. No, no. What about Marissa? Oh, I was going to give it to Marissa after I was done. I, oh, I was okay. interrupting Chris already, so I didn't finish. Oh. So <laughs> shut up, Chris. My other, my other favorite, okay. like kind of, this is a maligned pedal, but I still kind of keep it around. Is the Marshall JH1 Jackhammer? That I was the gold, like the silver series looking ones. They're like yeah. really big and odd yeah. shaped. Yeah, this thing is a lot of fun when you can dial it in right, but there are a lot of times it sounds like butt as well. The um. <sighs> My uh, that they have the governor in that series, right? Yeah, the governor yeah. two or three or whatever version. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's the governor two. But uh, I've got my my friend Josh Fitzgerald like loves his. Um, I can't remember which one he has. I think uh, he might have. It's either the governor two or the jackhammer. But they're supposed to be. It's kind of like it reminds me of like the Dan Electro Daddio, where it sounds horrible in a lot of spots. But you can find that sweet spot, and it sounds great. You just reminded me I own a Dan Electro Daddio. <laughs> <laughs> I've got. I forgot I've, I have the that. only the only pedal in the big box series Dan Electro I don't have is the Chromatic Tuner. So there they do have. There's a guy local who has a display set that's got all of them hooked up on the Dan Electro pedal board for 150 bucks, nice. and I've been fight fighting the urge. I mean, I'm a. Like, if you got a Dan Electro pedal sitting around your house and you don't want to do anything with it and you just want it gone, I will send you money for postage. Um, <laughs> I I love Dan Electro pedals just because they're cheap and fun to mess with. And if you want to mod a pedal, uh, you know, Boss DS1's a good modding start. Uh, Dan Electro pedals, like, I mean, they're cheap. You're not investing a whole lot to screw up. Yeah, they're pretty sweet. All right, Marissa, what crappy gear do you still have that's still working for you? Okay, here's the thing. I kind of married. Hello. Where'd Marissa go? Oh, I 
hear you. <laughs> no. Listen, she was gonna talk. Audio Jeez. interface. <laughs> That's it's not even funny. That's just messed That's up. That's so mean. She was gonna talk and she disappeared. All right, Mercer, are you there? Hello. Hello. Let me go out, come back in. Oh, she's gone. All right, can you hear us now? Hello? Yes. Yes, okay. yes there. Okay. okay, we're gonna have to edit that out. No, we won't. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. We're not fixing crap in post. Y'all gonna have to deal with it. Uh, right. Okay. So I kind of married into good gear. That's why you married in, right? You, yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> She's using you for your gear, Chris. How does that make you feel? You married the perfect woman, buddy. <laughs> but I will say, it's not crappy in the sense that he's got one of the original porter pedals. When oh, like porter, like pickup porter, like yeah, like yeah. he did pick up or did uh, some pedals like when you first started the pickup company. Huh, I didn't know that. Yep. Got the boost. Oh, cool. And then, what's the Dan Electro that you have? Uh, The Delay. I don't remember what it, the Dan Echo. name is right off The hand. big one? The purple no, one? No, the small food series. Uh, uh, oh, my gosh. Google. I just talked this big game. The Dan Echo, uh, the, the small one was called... Uh, was it the Dan Echo as well? Because I think they reused the name on it. Oh, PB and J. Uh, oh, the the food series, yeah, PB and J. The yeah, okay. Those that's a pretty cool pedal though. A lot of people like that. Yeah, yeah. I've actually had it on my board for a little while when I was like only using one delay, and it was just kind of my ambient add-in. Can you bring it to Nam? I guess I could. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's not going to take up much room. Okay. Huh. It takes up it? so much Marissa's like Marissa's like I've used my 20 word minimum or maximum for today. <laughs> I must stop talking. So, um but let's see. So everyone's talked about their crappy gear. I think it's really cool to like look back at where you've come from. So if you're in the group, tell us about your crappy gear. Yeah. So we, my yeah. my favorite thing like is whenever we do an episode and someone posts something that's related to it and like i said i forget what we talked about so i'm like oh it's like a refresher it's great <laughs> but like oh yeah that's right we did talk about that hopefully that's not like, since we're recording this the day before release yeah um but uh go on there tell us about your crappy gear um i love hearing about people's crappy gear that they still use and sneak in so one that i use uh so i've got the boss ph2 not crappy gear but definitely not like a common thing and on i mean i bought it for like 45 bucks so it's definitely cheap gear so it's really cool go on there tell us about it yeah Be yes, please do let us know we're not alone all right just so, talking into space that's <laughs> probably all we're doing yeah that's it that's all all 12 of you i think we've we've probably tripled our listenership we've got 12 now <laughs> hey, um, no we, so, we have multiple dozens Multiple dozens. Yep. I'm not even good with math, but that sounds like a lot. Yeah, just <laughs> um, just think of them as in terms of like bagels, and you'll be fine. I don't like bagels. Can we do donuts? <laughs> donuts, donuts is fine too. 
dang, that's a lot of donuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Kevin in the office. You just have to give him in like terms of pies and suddenly he knows how to do math. Hey, yo. <laughs> some of my favorite. Oh my gosh. Hey, are we never going to do a West Wing episode, by the way? Because I'm almost done bro. with the series again. Yeah. Or are we going to make that our one-off on uh, Summer Nam? Y'all can do that and I'll just... BS on my computer while y'all talk the whole time. <laughs> yep. We'll just be at Nam. We're gonna like shout, "Who watches the West Wing?" We're gonna have pedal builders come over. We're gonna be like, be like, "Oh my gosh, CJ is such a BA." <laughs> like, um, but let's see. I think we're done. Yeah, I think Chris, that's are you it. Gonna do, yeah, yeah. Hey, everybody. Hey, do quick, the thing. real quick. Follow us on Instagram over at the Effects Loop. Like our stuff, join, especially when join Scott the Facebook posts group. it, not when Diaz posts it. Like those more. <laughs> Hold on, I want to point out I am currently winning. I have the picture with the most likes. Uh, Actually, I think top two. I I believe my picture was sponsored by or picked up by Lambertones this week. Uh, it doesn't count. <laughs> Their likes don't transcribe into our likes. Okay, fine. It brings <laughs> traffic though. It does. Thanks, Curtis. Okay, well that's fine. Listen, trafficking's bad. I watch the news. <laughs> <laughs> so also, and yeah, as we were talking about, join our Facebook group over at facebook.com slash groups slash the effects loop. Love to have you on there. And, and then uh, I'll, yeah. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do it. The email. Email us. <laughs> Scott, I don't check them. So listen, if you want to contact me, just don't. Um <laughs> but you can send an, <laughs> you can send an email. Um we're we're gonna try to figure out a way at some point for um if you do want to you know do something with the show financially that we can do without setting up a whole Patreon account. Uh, we do offer you can sponsor an episode. You don't have to be a business to sponsor an episode. We'll catch yeah. you a deal. We'll just talk about you, Jamie Davis. Dang it, and, we already um, did. That one was free. Oh, that's a freebie. The first taste is free, son. The first two are free. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, email us at theeffectsleep at gmail.com. Uh, keep an eye out for Nam. We're going to go crazy. We're going to have fun. All the other guys aren't going to be there. We're like the B squad going in. Fifth quarter, guys. We're going to do this thing yep. right and have a lot of fun. <laughs> we're, uh, we're, we're splitting a condo with uh, Daniel Shields from DS Guitar Engineering, as well as Clifton Worley from the Clifton Worley Show. So go check him out. There'll be a lot of content, um, likely some crossover with all of us, and it'll be a lot of fun. And also, Sinusoid is going to be hanging out with us a lot. That is, you know, so. a lot of our friends and sponsors, and so we're hopefully we'll have some live streams for the group as well as uh, finally some YouTube content from us. So yep, keep yes. an eye out. All right. So thanks for joining us. I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Marissa. And I'm Scott. All right, and for the effects loop, we're out. Thanks all. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Mic drop. I totally hit my mic, so there's gonna be a thing. It's gonna be a mic drop. I feel like I said that with a K instead of a G. I was I was wondering <laughs> if I was the only one that heard it. I was like, the guitar the community. Kid. Yeah. Guitar. <laughs> we should let Clifton do our uh, intro for the video or for the group. Oh, nine. that'd be great. Hi, yo. Welcome to the effects loop. That's a bad Clifton. I'm sorry. <laughs> I keep, you know what? Content. Whoever edits it, keep that in there. I want That's Clifton like an to hear Eeyore. It. That's a terrible. <laughs> that was all. 
You know what? If I was Clifton, I would kick your butt at Summer Nam. Just one good. He's <laughs> too nice. He would never do it. Uh, Clifton's too nice to do right. that. 